okay, something is taking control of my microphone. I didn't. Yeah, you got way louder. Something just was like, no, blast it. <laughs> This is the Good Games Podcast, by the way, uh, and it's been so long I forgot how to do the intro, and my name is James. Okay, I'm Leo. And we're back, and I am um, I'm well aware if my audio sounds la- louder than normal, uh, I'm aware that there is an audio problem right now, and I've tried everything I can think of to fix it. Uh, we're just going to go ahead with the recording. Blame is, James is blaming his loud voice on technical difficulties. So I'm trying to sit back from, I mean, sit even farther back. I'm trying to sit back from the microphone, so my voice quality is probably going to be echoey and bad. But uh, you know, I don't want to bla- drown out Leo. Yeah, sound good. Uh, I, it, uh, yeah, I don't know what the problem is. Uh, audio engineers who are familiar with OBS, please help. Uh, I don't know why my microphone is so loud in the mix. I've tried everything to turn it down, and anyway, whatever, doesn't matter. Hey, Leo, did you play any video games recently? I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy Tactics. That's fantastic. That's one of my favorites. A little bit of history with this game for me. Uh Uh, I had the PlayStation 1 pretty early on, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe like the next year after it came out. So I was, you know, I was there when Tactics first came out on the PS1. And uh, I definitely played it like very early on as a kid. I was, you know, like 10 ish years old or less. I don't remember exactly what year. But um, back then, as a young kid, um, you know, I wasn't very good at a game like Tactics. I failed miserably at it. I just, yeah, I couldn't figure out like how the game worked well enough to like really play it and, com- and complete it, you know? Uh, but I loved the atmosphere. I loved the art. I loved the setting. You know, sort of that medieval, sort of high fantasy setting is you know, all Leo all day. Mm-hmm. Um, came back to it years later in like high school or college years and thought, man, I'm older now. I understand games better. Let me have a go at it. And then I totally messed up like a save file, like right before oh, yeah. where everyone fails. Oh, yeah. Like a super big like difficulty check yep. that if you say, it, like asks you to save right before. And I was an idiot and like overwrote my like one save or you know, maybe I had two saves, but the second one was like way early, you know? So, uh, so I messed up my save and like couldn't beat the guy who like one hits you. And um, so I never came back to it. And I was like, every 10 years, I feel like I tried it. And so now is the, the third attempt, you know, 20 something years later. And guess what? I finally finished Final Fantasy Tactics. Hey! Hey, way to go. I loved it, except that ending was ridiculous. Okay, we'll get to the ending. Uh, But I think you already identified um, probably two of the biggest failings of this game. Uh, Number one, this game does a really, 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 really shitty job of telling you how to play it. (laughs) There's not... It's it's a complicated game. There's a lot of systems, and there's not really a great tutorial. There's no explaining anything. There's just a lot of like numbers and symbols and like just like bullshit. <laughs> and I mean, there there is an entire tutorial area of the main menu that you can go to and watch. Like, yes, content there. Yeah, no, that's so. It's just, it's absolutely the worst. 
type of tutorial because you're just watching a video, right? You're just like watching a video of a battle happening and it's like, this, you press this to do this. And it's not interactive at all. It's fucking awful. Uh, also, <laughs> the UI in this game is fucking terrible just from like... Um it's really bad from from like um from a design standpoint because like you want you want all your big most important numbers and information to be the biggest elements on the screen and you kind of want to like throw back all the stuff that's not important like either don't display it or have it really small the biggest fucking number on the screen is the is the terrain elevation which i can't even stress how much that doesn't fucking matter 99 percent of the time uh and especially like in the early game like it do not pay attention there's this huge huge fucking number in the top right hand of the screen that's not fucking important at all uh i mean i think what's worse about the ui is just like they're like stacking panes kind of that like Yes. on top of each other yes. so if you want to get to a specific thing you got like five different things stacked on top and then you have to yes like, okay like like all right later on one of the classes that i've um so they change the names of certain things but in, in this game it's called the arithmet arithmetician uh i think oh. it's called the calculator um, yep. and in that, that they do care about like terrain levels and stuff depending yes. on what map yes. trying to target people yes it does yeah but, but the most annoying part was like if i wanted to like see what targets i would hit if i tried like one attribute for math and then you have to choose the spell so that pain goes on top and then you get to see who it is and you have to go all the way back to the first choice and go it's just like man like ui probably you know has not aged well the most of this game <laughs> right it's very like early uh, like 90s era microsoft windows where like you open a window and then a window opens a window and a window opens a window and you just got so many fucking windows and you're like ah yeah and if you want to move laterally you have to like back up. yeah back out back out back out back out change one thing go forward go forward go forward yeah 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 yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, and the other biggest failing of this game is there are multi-part battles. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> One thing real quick is the difficulty curve of this game is all over the fucking place. You'll have like... It's like easy, easy, easy. Skill check! Easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, yeah. Yeah, easy, easy. Like you're not even taking damage in battles. Easy, like cruise it, like breezy, easy. Impossible brick wall of impossible. What am I even supposed to fucking do against this? Yeah. Uh, and then easy, right. easy. Now you grind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> but also combine that wild fucking roller coaster difficulty curve with uh, these multi-part battles which ask you whether or not you'd like to save after every part of the battle. And logically, you would think, ah, yes, ah, yes, I would like to save after every part of the battle. The thing you don't, the thing the game doesn't tell you is you should be saving into different slots uh, because uh, in your early uh, playthrough, you referenced uh, saving and being fucked on one of those brick wall difficulty skill check yep. things. Uh, it's not even a skill check. It's just a, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's basically a check of, Hey, did you configure your party correctly to, uh, overcome this bullshit boss? Hmm? Uh, yeah, sometimes, but I mean, sometimes it's literally just like, 
have your party members leveled up enough to yeah. get like the necessary skills yeah. you know, or items at least, you know. Level definitely matters, but I think you can be like on average level and just not have your party configured correctly to fight a boss and you'll get fucking owned. And you're like, well, what the fuck? That boss in particular that I'm that I'm thinking of, you're probably talking about the same one. It's like Wegraf or whatever. Wegraf, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the first time you fight Wegraf, and uh, you get the one on one with Ramza. The the other really tough one is uh, you fight Gafgarion twice. In both times, you fight him is pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, I do recall that too. But Wegraf in particular was tough. Oh yeah, like he moves first. And he one hits you for like 175 HP. Yep. And like at that time, my character had like, you know, maybe like 200. It depends on which class you have or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, like, even when I finally, like, I went back and grinded a bit and like, yeah, cool, cool. And like you said, unless my party's configured right, it won't work because I forgot to put on auto potion. It's like, if you don't have auto potion, you're not going to like recoup the damage the guy just did to you. So like, you, you can't, unless you can kill him back the next hit, he's going to hit you for the same damage again. Um, but if you have auto potion, you almost like negate all the damage he does as long as you, as long as you can survive that first hit. Um, yeah, it's tricky that in particular, that fault of the game, like not telling you to save into a different file or, or just yeah, yeah. The whole thing differently, you know, ruined my experience. The second yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That is it. We, I think we graph and Gaff Garion are two major, just like, Hey, fuck this game. Uh, actually fuck this game because like, yeah, like, your only save file is right before this impossible brick wall of a boss. And you're like, well, I guess I'm fucked then. The weird part, and maybe this is just me, is I still loved the game. Like I still, yeah, yeah. it's like, I wish every time I get, I definitely didn't play it anymore. Like I was like, ah, screw this. Like you said, like whatever, I'm done with it. But I still was like in my top, like you know three final fantasy mm -hmm. games um despite that i mean it's just so, like every other part of this game is so good. yeah 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 well i you you also brought up uh i think segue into what this game does correctly is there are so many valid uh like party compositions that work yeah. uh, th there's a lot of things that are totally fucking busted like i, I think arithmetic calculator is busted as fuck. <laughs> um, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insanely good. But there's so many, like, oh, if you take, okay, so um, Tactics has a, uh, like, a job system where, um, and this is a recycled idea from Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy 5, Final Fantasy, I think, 12 has a job system. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, there's, I, there's a lot of jobs in this game and a lot of them are unlockable. So as you, you know, gain levels and other jobs, you unlock new jobs and certain combinations of jobs will unlock other jobs. Anyway, uh, the fun part of this game is figuring out, I mean, you can go online and look it up, which combinations are busted, but I had the most fun when I didn't know this game by heart, just like experimenting, like, Hey, does this work with it? Oh my God. Oh my God. You can do yeah. stupid amounts of damage. If you combine a with B or whatever. Uh, yep. yeah. You're like, is one this of weird things with, one of the weird things with this game though? And this, I didn't notice it until this play playthrough, but like that is probably like the main, like that's the core of the game, right? Is like, exploring the different jobs yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and classes and and you know setting up your abilities you know perfectly like you know having a, an arithmetic a, a black mage who's using the arithmetician abilities because the black mage moves more often right you know like this cool little like setups like that that i figured mm -hmm. out but then there's like 
certain like player characters or like non-player characters that are like crucial <laughs> yeah. to the story. Yeah, yeah. And they're like just like what is his name? Like the Sid this versions of this version or, of Sid. Orlando or Lado or Sid, yeah. Like what what job he is, but it's like literally a combination of like the three like best jobs in the game. Yeah, something. no, he he is absolutely fucking busted. So is Agrius. Agrius is busted, but oh, not as busted as he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's certain classes that only like special characters have and those classes are really just a combination of all these other classes mm, and mm. all of, all of their abilities pretty much. And it's like what the hell like and I mean, you don't you don't get Sid until like the end of the game. Yeah. But like, once you get him, you could you could solo the rest of the game with Sid. Like, you don't even need any other party members. He's so <laughs> unstoppably insane. Uh, so like, usually on my more recent playthroughs, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm not gonna use Sid this playthrough. Like, and then I'm like, yeah, this is kind of hard. I'm gonna actually throw in a little Sid here just to get past this one part. This might be my favorite, you know, Sid is in like every Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. This might be my favorite incantation of Sid next to like FF14. Mm, so, mm. Yeah. Legit. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the job system, fucking around with that, very, it's fun. very fun. Uh, it's fun. But it definitely made me feel like, hey, how come I don't get a freaking holy dark knight combo class? Like, I want you can. To- uh, in War of the Lion. I want What's like that? Arc Knight. I want like the Arc Knight. That's like a combination of like holy and dark, like all in one or something. Like um, one enemy. One of the bosses is that. Oh, okay. I know you can unlock. Um, you can unlock dark. You can unlock Dark Knight for Ramza. Right. Yeah, but it's like only Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you still know, busted like, though. You can you can yeah, unlock yeah, it. Dark Knight's busted, but like I mean, there's like <laughs> the, like the end. It wasn't it was like near the end. It was the guy with the silver hair. It was basically like Sephiroth, like the tactic version of Sephiroth. He was one oh, of the demon um, people. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, the, I forget his name, but El- Elmador, 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 Elmador. Yeah. Elmador was like three classes in one. He was like Arc Knight or something, and he mm-hmm. had basically like Holy Knight, Dark Knight abilities, and like samurai. Mm-hmm. bullshit like all in one and i was like dude how come i can't that's the only thing is like i love the jobs and stuff but like there was like the game would be like yeah but you can never be this good <laughs> screw you game uh yeah there, there, there's there's absolutely a lot of busted shit in this game if you uh if, if you yeah, there's a lot of busted combinations but then there's just busted characters yeah where it's like hey this character's fucking amazing here you go yeah and um what did you think of uh jobs and well you you started lagging quite a bit there oh yeah 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 yeah. i think my internet connection is shit and or jess is streaming something i i've i dropped you a couple times so uh just let me know if i lag out i'll 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 edit around this damn it jess (laughs) um what were you saying um i i was before you started talking i was about to say that um it is interesting how the game, you know, encourages like exploration of jobs and classes and having like different recruits that you sort of level up and and work on getting their different jobs. But then it just throws these like, you know, party, these characters that are like more special and you pretty much just like never use like recruits. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. That's kind of a bummer. Because uh, once you get the like special characters, you're like, oh, I'm going to get rid of my like normal guys. Then these guys are way better. Yeah. Yeah. The only normal guy I think I left, I, I kept as the arithmetician just because they were pretty much every magic class combined. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, now you were a big fan of uh, the tactics ogre games, uh, ogre battle. Um, what what did you? Because as far as I know, this is the same team that did uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. So, as someone who has played a lot of the ogre games, how does this stack up? So I don't know what it is about um, the art style that like uh, FF Tactics and Ogre Battle. Yeah, use. love love this art style. I just fucking love it. It's like literally my favorite art mm-hmm. in any history of any game. You know what? I I might I might say it here on the stream. On the Good Games podcast, I might change my number one favorite Final Fantasy game from FF8 to FF Tactics. It, it might, after this playthrough, after completing the game, I might have to officially make that adjustment. Because like, I mean, I'm playing, I'm just like, well, well done. As I'm playing it, I'm like, this game is just, mm, it's just everything for, to me. It's like, it's beautiful. But anyway, Ogre Battle, kind of a similar thing. Like, the visuals really get, capture me. The setting, like the intrigue, the Game mm. of Thrones kind of like political. Oh, it's absolutely. This is Game yeah. of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right. The the rumors coming through the rumor mill and the taverns yes. and like, and I love that you in both games, you can kind of manage your army and recruit you know, people and, and, and the, like the army management is part of it too. And the strategic uh, battles. However, I think Final Fantasy Tactics gets one up over the Ogre Battle series, at least the one that I mainly played Ogre Battle 64, because the actual combat was in Ogre, in Ogre Battle 64 was like hands-free. It was like uh, these two units collide or whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then like the, the game auto maths it for you and you're done. Whereas, you know, Tactics, there's still a little bit more minute control over the actual, yep. you know, battle. So. But um, I mean, both both are going to be in my top five. So yeah, uh, but yeah, the the you touched on the setting, the story, the Game of Thrones story. There's definitely a lot of political intrigue. The you know you have these main families, and you know this guy's the brother of this guy, and the father is yeah. this guy, but he's going to stab this guy in the back. And there's yeah. so many characters. And you're like, oh my god, who's who? Who is this guy again? Is that that guy's brother? Who's yeah. he working for? Is he a good guy, bad guy? I had the same problem with Game of Thrones, trying to remember who everyone was. It's impressive, but it has the same problem Game of Thrones. Pivotal, climactic scenes lose their luster when I'm like, kind of don't remember who certain people are. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I, I got to rescue this guy. Wait, who, well, what's the importance of this guy again? I, I don't... <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is uh, you talked about the setting, uh, the art style... The fucking music, uh, soundtrack to this game, ah, very good. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Hitoshi Sakimoto, yeah. fucking killing it. When you get to that that ending scene, that um, it's, I think it's like right before the credits, and this might be only in the uh, War of the Lions version, but like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like Ramza, I think, talking about like, oh no, no, okay, okay, I mean. Can we talk about the ending? Like, spoiler alert. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. All right, here we go. We're, we're talking about the ending to the story. If you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead. I don't know. Ten minutes. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So, in uh, War of the Lions version, at least, mm-hmm. there's, like, an extra cinematic, I think, before the actual end credits. Yeah. Where it's in the uh, point of view of Oran's, uh, you know, descendant. Who yes. Who's telling the story of um you know final fantasy tactics i guess and 
um the music uh, is just like climbing to this big climactic like and then like ramza like you know was the one who saved everyone and it's like bah, 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 bah. and then at the end it's uh-huh. like you know the story told by you know i forget his name or oran but um no the uh yeah oran's yeah. descendant is like a, a, as kalam or alakazam or some shit who's the same guy who yeah. delivers all the tutorials to the game so if you go into the yes. tutorial you're like oh you're the narrator and the tutorial giver ah, okay yeah 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 uh-huh so so let's talk about that ending man because let's talk about that ending easy um uh, First of all, I mean, I just I mean, to se- this is kind of a good segue because the great the Game of Thrones esque scenarios and like you know the complexity and the number of characters definitely it's it's hard to follow sometimes like the war mm-hmm. part of the game like whenever they're like oh such and such houses are battling each other I was kind of like who right but then there's certain characters that definitely stand out and so like Rams's brothers you know getting at it at, towards the end like I was like, oh shit like things are going down mm-hmm. you always know Rams's you know Rams's sister and, and you kind of remember the the girl that Delita's off with you know like Ovelia in the beginning of the game and yep. I think they kind of reference her throughout the game yep. but then Oran or, or how are you, or is it Oran or yeah Oran Oran, yeah. Oran whatever Oran yeah is like just like the sweetest guy <laughs> you, you know you, you run into him you save him and uh and then he's like and sid is a badass and he's like sid's you know like son or whatever and mm-hmm. you're like cool oh, such a cool guy and then they're just like casually mentioned like oh yeah and then they fucking hanged him <laughs> <laughs> i know oh, yeah the that. ending of that game is always like yeah what a cool ending and then they fucking burned oran at the stake oh what the fuck that was a cool character why did he yeah. die oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they I burned him so for sad. being so a heretic um and it's yeah clear. it's unclear what happens to all the characters like they all like pretty much like go to the nether realm yes. and defeat ultima and then yeah. like oh maybe they all died but wait there's rams and alma i saw them yeah. and then it's like happy ending maybe and then like fucking orin was burned steak and then <laughs> like kills it's like what is going on so yeah uh yeah uh it's it it seems pretty clear that alma and ramza live uh probably right um or i am that poor bastard gets burned (laughs) for no fucking reason fuck the truth fuck that character i guess uh and then um yeah ovelia gets killed by delita in the end in the end she was just a pawn uh and then yeah delita becomes the king yeah yeah it's so weird what a weird ending it's depressing as fuck man (laughs) well it's it's kind of uh yeah i don't know it's it's kind of it's it's kind of bittersweet because um so this whole the whole game is set it's it's very much you know the iron throne who's going to be the king of the land you have these two big kingdoms fighting each other but wait a second there's a third party there's the church you know you got these two big kingdoms fighting but the church is behind it all pulling the strings uh and then it's revealed later on that the church that everyone worships the god is actually a devil uh, and the devil is pulling the strings of, of all the all of the players in the story. So Delita wants to be king. In the end, he gets what he wants. 
Uh, Ramza wants. I, 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 Ramza is kind of. Ramza is kind of if Ned Stark was the actual protagonist for the entire series of Game of Thrones yeah. because he yeah. basically just sticks up for justice. Uh, right. So he uncovers this whole plot of the church to uh, summon the devil, basically. Uh, so his mission becomes not. Well, first he wants to overthrow the monarchy, even though he is a royal. And then he's like, oh, actually, my goal is to stop summoning the devil. But he's, like, ultimately not interested in, you know, the fame or the glory. He doesn't want the honor. He doesn't want to be king. He doesn't want any of that shit. He's doing what needs to be done. Exactly. He's just he's just a fighter for justice. So, yeah, he goes, he goes down. The actual guy who saved the world is completely forgotten in the, in the history books, which is the framing device of the entire story. Is, right. say that in the beginning. Right. is the in the beginning he's like hey let me tell you something the church doesn't want you to hear this shit i got the real scoop on the truth of what happened so many years ago here's right. the story of the zodiac braves which is which ramza is and his party kind yeah. of unbelievable that like you know this uh you know, Oren's descendant telling this story would like who who's gonna believe that like why why would anyone believe this story we're hearing now about ramza also actually being the hero that we deserves and i don't know uh, it's up to you to believe it or I'm not I don't, don't burn this guy at the stake for the same <laughs> shit like, you know what i'm saying like yeah but it is cool you get <laughs> halfway through the game you get what essentially is the framing device for the story of the game you get the Jurai papers which is what Oran is burned for. It's the it's basically the truth that the church yeah. is trying to summon the devil, which is what is used to start the story in the beginning. Uh, it's right. kind of an interesting, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's what I, and that's what I mean. Like this is the next Durai, this guy, and you know he's probably going to get burned at the stake. This is going to be a vicious cycle. Uh, yeah, I mean probably. Uh, yeah, that's why he's trying to spread the the story. Spread the good faith, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. And, I mean, it is cool that, like, from the very beginning, they're pretty much telling you, like, this isn't going to be the best ending because the history doesn't know anything about this guy that you're. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you the story of this guy that history forgot. Yeah. Uh, so you know that... end, like super cheery. <laughs> right, right. He's he. You know, from the get go, he's not going to be the king. Yeah. But the worst part, I think, is that, like, you know, he has his childhood friend, Alita, that is the one who's really taking the stage and becoming king and, you know, is the one that the history books will remember. And then Delita even, like, you just find out is this an asshole and is using everybody, even the girl that he, like, loved. Yeah, well, like, Delita is kind of uh, – it's funny because, uh, yeah, he's he's kind of the tragic, uh, the tragic Shakespeare character uh, – because in the beginning he gets so mad that the um, the, the the nobles uh, the nobles you know the the royal the people of royal birth the noble uh, people are using the commoners um, and uh, his his whole motivation is that his sister is killed basically for no reason um, in order for the noble folk to further their, to advance their cause. And he's like, Hey, this is bullshit people. You know, the nobles are using the commoners, but he's, you know, his ultimate character flaw is he's like, Hey, I'm going to get to the top and I'm going to overthrow the system and fuck all this shit. But in order to get there, he's climbing and using everyone. He becomes, he becomes what he sought to destroy. Uh, he becomes that which he hated most. Exactly. He he became uh, he became his own enemy. Yeah. Um, 
he he uh yeah it's uh it's a it's a good uh i don't know i i think uh that's a, that's a very advanced story that's yeah a very, no very great well written story really well written story if you can hang in there with all the fucking characters and really try to parse uh what's happening scene to scene yeah and there's also like a weird <laughs> the all yeah because it starts with like hey i'm gonna tell you the story of you know this guy that history forgot who saved the world and then it starts halfway through the story and they're like actually wait 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 wait, we got to go way back to the beginning because remember the yeah, yeah, the tutorial yeah. is halfway through the game and then it's like actually we're gonna start like 10 years prior to this point right uh, so there's like flashbacks and it's a whole fucking yeah, yeah. catch up with like where you started. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super, super fucking good game. Um, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's It's got, uh, like we said at the top of this discussion, it's got some big flaws. But uh, if you hang in there, it's a really good story. Square soft. If you're listening, you know, square. Oh, my God. Whatever. Yeah. Come on. Give us like a tactics, like reimagining or something like I want tactics re-released because Leo, how did you play this game? Oh, you fuck! You played it on an iPad. Yeah. That, there's no great way to play War of the Lions if you want to play it like on console or on PC. You fucking can't. You have to play it on an iPad or your phone. It wasn't my favorite uh, because, like, you would think that like touching stuff would be faster yeah to get through that like shitty ui yeah. it actually isn't because i think it's like so big i'm like you know go like click this item uh, click this item and then click this item it actually felt slower like if i just had like a playstation controller i could be like and like get through the menus faster um so yeah i still would love like maybe a ward lines release on steam or something but oh my yeah, god like i just want like a total i just want like a remake a complete like there is out on Switch right now. You can go play what Square Enix is calling Project Triangle Strategy, the latest in Square's quest to become the company who sucks the most at naming their products. <laughs> uh, but product Project Jesus Project Triangle Strategy very much seems uh, Final Fantasy Tactics influenced at the very least. I'd, I'd recommend go playing that demo on the Switch to see if you like it. Uh, I guess that's one of my endorsements early. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy, the demo. The full game should be out next year, I think. Did, did you try the demo? Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Oh, cool. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Um, hey, are, are we done talking about tactics, by the way? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. Uh, hey, there, you listening to this. Um, you can support this podcast on Patreon. We have a Patreon, and all of the links should be appearing on the screen. On the screen, you say, but I'm listening to this on my favorite podcasting device. Ah, yes. Uh, we are also on most major podcasting platforms, but uh, we also have a YouTube page if you want to see our Big ugly faces, you can go log on to our YouTube channel and watch us talk about video games. Um, you can also on podcasts, you can find the links in the like description. The, no, there's like there's a word for that in it when you're on a podcast. Doobly doo. There's like a bunch of yeah, doobly doo is usually what people say. But yeah. you know, there's like a little section there with a bunch of links. Yeah. 
Uh, well, check them out. Um, you can also support this podcast by subscribing, giving us a thumbs up, giving us five stars, giving us some comments, sending us some emails. Our email address is goodgamescast at gmail.com. Send us your favorite character from Final Fantasy Tactics. Mine, I don't know. Mine oh. might actually be Delita. I don't know. I really oh. like to. I, I like Delita. I like Agrius. I like Delita. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. How yeah. do you like Delita, but then don't like Squall? Because it basically felt like Tactics what? Squall. No, Delita's not Squall. What? How is yeah, Delita he Squall? Broody. He was against. He's he broody. Yeah. Against the system. He didn't care about anybody but himself. Uh, okay. I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, but uh, Delita had like strong drive and motivation where Squall had neither of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, yeah, Delita's like, hey, I'm going to overthrow the system and become king. Squall is like, everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, my favorite character is probably Sid. Oh yeah, he's badass, man. Yeah, I mean he's just he's just too badass not to love, really. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, our top five favorite tactical strategy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five is probably like. Uh, I probably one of the most popular or well-known tactical strategy games, which like really re-revolutionized the genre back almost a decade ago. XCOM Enemy Unknown. Uh, it's kind of the um, I don't know father of the uh, repopularization of of tactical strategy games. It's good. You, I mean, it's 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 kind of basic color by numbers tactical strategy game right it's you you have an army of units you level up your units you go combat the combat and try to shoot everyone <laughs> um, yeah but it's good it's good it's very good check it out um that that one that one's on my list too but uh but before that one uh i gave it like a kind of an honorable number five slot to advance wars oh fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit less, you know, technically than everything else on the list, but you know, it has a lot of the sim- similar, like you know, feeling of like ogre battle and stuff, especially like just kind of a higher level zoom out tactical strategy. I have never played Advance Wars, and I'm so excited for the Switch remakes because yeah. uh, I will be good. playing Advance Wars one and two for the first time later this year, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play through those again. Uh, yeah, they're 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 really nice, man. It was really fun games. Like, Hell yeah. Full very smooth my number four is i think the most accessible game on this list and it's probably also the most overlooked game so i think a lot of people myself included like saw the title and was like no thanks i'll pass uh it's mario cross rabbits and it's actually a pretty smart it's pretty smart pretty easy but pretty accessible so like um if you're like hey i'm not really sure about this tactical strategy genre uh, I would recommend Mario Cross Rabbids. It's, uh, um, I mean, it's, you know, you manage a team of guys, you upgrade them, whatever, whatever. The smartest thing this game does is, hey, remember in XCOM, the most, the worst part about that game is when you'd line up a shot and it was like 97% chance to hit. And you're like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, poop, miss. Oh, what the fuck? I was yeah, counting yeah. on that. 
and Mario and Mario Cross Rabbids. If you're out in the open, it's a hundred percent chance to hit. Always. If you're in cover, it's fifty percent chance to hit. And if you don't have line of sight, it's zero. So it's always either yes, no, or fifty-fifty. That's it. That's the only things it ever is. Uh, and uh, I loved that because when you take that 50 50 shot you don't feel like an asshole when you miss it you're like well it was a 50 50 um that's fair right yeah 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 yeah. and it's just you know it's it's cute it's colorful it's got you know crazy characters uh if you're not into you know the army military XCOM or the you know knights and wizards and medievalness of final fantasy tactics i would recommend mario cross rabbits for something more colorful and cartoony well, my number four goes to XCOM, so uh, I guess we've already talked about that. Yep. That was the first game that uh, struck, like, when it came out, I was like, oh, man, it's been a long time since I've seen something as civilized as this. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I'm surprised. My number three is uh, last year? No, fuck, it's two years ago. Three years ago now? How old is Fire Emblem Three Houses? Is it three years now? When that game come out? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Two years. Two years, 2019? I can't remember when that game yeah. came out. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, so <clears throat> one of the problems with a lot of these tactical strategy games is when you're building your army, not a lot of the members of your army get a lot of character development. Um, like in Final Fantasy Tactics, your like, random characters, your no-name characters literally get zero development. They're just not part of the story. Uh, same thing with XCOM. I mean, they're part of your battles, but they're not part of the story. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, successfully uh, navigates that, where you have a big uh, team of characters that are all in your army, but almost all of them have big character development. There's like a whole like you know, there's like a dating mini game. If you want to romance these characters, you can like get them gifts. You know, you talk to them. They have like schedules. You can you know, there's this whole um, sort of. Uh, I mean, there's literally like a, a romance dating game in there, but there's this whole social aspect of like, hey, let's get to know different members of the army, and you know, if you put these two characters together because they've spent so much time together, now they'll bond and they'll have special attacks or they'll get better stats or whatever there's that there's also um the replayability of of three houses is really high because uh, as the title suggests there are literally three houses uh, of this school that you go to and the characters which make up your army are completely completely different and the story is completely different depending on which house you select so um i hopefully i'll, I'll go back and replay three houses sometimes uh sometime because uh uh, the story is apparently pretty different. I got, uh, uh, you know, I was Edelgard all the way. I was, I was Dragon Lady, uh, Daenerys Targaryen all the way and got a pretty wild ending. Um, hmm. so I, I, I want to go back cause like they don't explain any of the gods stuff. Anyway, I don't know, whatever, uh, spoilers for that game, I guess. I do remember like, there's like a random, like complete change halfway through with the dragon story like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. oh big yeah. change big change yeah, yeah. <laughs> it blows up in your face mm-hmm. um yeah the fact that you said like different characters like matching them up and how they do reminded me that we didn't really talk at all about like the zodiac element of tactics which is like, <laughs> a more Most... subtle but yeah and that's one of the big well it, i mean it's relatively big on the screen these zodiac symbols 
And right. most of the time when I play tactics, I cannot hold in my brain which Zodiac symbols are strong against other ones or even what the symbols are. I'm like, is that Cancer, right. Libra? Right. What's strong against right. Libra? Was was Taurus a Libra? I, who fucking cares? I just right. completely ignore that system most of the time. But the interesting thing is I'm playing through Final Fantasy XIV and the Zodiac you know, elements come into play a lot there too. And yeah. there's like, uh, you know, there's kind of like some, you know, fan theories that it's all sort of uh, part of the, a similar universe. Uh, and in fact, in the expansion I'm playing through now, Stormblood, there's even a raid series where you actually, it's called like Return to Ivelisse. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. get to uh, play through a reimagining of the tactics characters. So, uh, and the, the, the things that happen. So I'm hoping to go see like 3D, you know, FF14, Ramza, and Delita soon. Uh, I'll let you know how. how I, I would, that, that is the one quest line in, in 14 that I'm interested in. Uh, I think you actually go back to Orban Monastery at some point. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, anyway. I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, my number three goes to Into the Breach, uh, a um, um, uh, indie uh, release by the same people who made FTL that we've reviewed it on this podcast and it is a fantastic tactical strategy game my number two is Into the Breach <laughs> yeah. it's a fantastic tactical strategy game we did a whole episode on it just go watch that episode if you care to listen to what we think about that game it's great it's, it's good it's a good game uh, my number two goes to Ogre Battle 64 Magnus still probably in my top three favorite protagonists of any Japanese mm -hmm. RPG. He's just a badass with a big sword and purple hair. And he could kick Rams's ass like all day. Like, right, right, yeah. Um, but for all the reasons I said before, you know, it's very similar, you know, intrigue plot lines and artwork and music. And I, I think almost like the, the artwork story and music from Ogre Battle, I like more. But like mm. the overall gameplay, I like more in tactics. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but Ogre Battle, like, that just hits like a... Mm. Ogre Battle 64, just a, just a soft spot that just brings tears of joy. <laughs> um, my number one, we just talked about for 20 minutes. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, yeah. it's, it's fucking great. Um, it has yet to be dethroned as the definitive tactical strategy game. You know what? It, this should, like, I want to throw out either Final Fantasy... <laughs> I want to throw out either Final Fantasy XI or fourteen. I am I am one of those people that don't think that those should have ever been like one of the mainline uh, Final Fantasy games. I want to throw out like Final Fantasy XI and just call that Final Fantasy MMO, and we can just rename Final Fantasy Tactics as Final Fantasy XI or you know wherever it fits in the number. Like this deserves to be a numbered entry. Yeah. Uh, a lot more than some of the numbered entries deserve to be numbered entries. <laughs> this is a fucking great game. Yeah. yeah. That's a fair point. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, and like I said, you heard it here. I think it has, you know, surpassed my my undying love for FF8 has finally withered. The flame has been blown away or some <laughs> other poetic thing. I don't know. But I think Tactics might have dethroned 8 for me after playing through it. It is just a, man, it's just a really good game all the way around. Yeah. yeah. And fits that that perfect, like, Leo aesthetic, too, you know? Now, did you do any of the um, optional shit? Did you do any optional dungeons? Yeah, I I I knew of them, and I had an opportunity to go and uh, definitely like did my studying, you know, off like on YouTube worlds and stuff of the 
extras, you know, and all the stuff. I never really care for doing that kind of stuff in, in most of the games. Like, I, my attention span with most games is short enough that, like, if I don't just, like, play through the main story, like, I'll probably not finish it. So, you know, you're already sort of stretching my attention span. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I did happen to pick up, I think, random, like, on accident, um, the character from one of the other, like, advanced, Game Boy Advance tactics. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think in War of the, in the War of the Lions version, he, he's actually mandatory because I think you get... Um, you get oh fuck no you get you get um from twelve you get Balthier yes Balthier yeah and then you get the kid from uh was it Advance I think it's one of the yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics Advance games yeah yeah that's the kid I'm talking about like Ludos or something Lucy. yeah 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 and he's like one of the uh, game hunters or something those games were pretty great too and they added like like this like law and like judgment system mm -hmm. it was pretty interesting i didn't i never liked those games that much they weren't as good they weren't as yeah. good as the original but at least they were trying to like <laughs> keep the tactics love going like we haven't seen anything related to ff tactics i know i know I, I want this project triangle strategy to like be good and like sell well so that we can get more of this yeah. type of game yeah a more tactics love Hell yeah, man. What was your number one tactics? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I figured. I figured. Yeah, it's a great fucking game. Um, it's, it's really good. I don't know what else to say about it. Go play it. Go play it. Great, great soundtrack. I, I, I said it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Great fucking soundtrack. What's the best, what's the best, like, medium to play tactics? Like, I would... I would argue, yeah, because that's the biggest problem right now. Is there's no way to play it. I would argue go get yourself a PSP emulator and get a PSP ROM of Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions, which is a, a, a remake for the PSP. Yeah, it's got these really, really nice, um, like, animated cutscenes. I don't – it's like a um, – I don't know. It, they look really nice, and um, they've got more jobs in the game. They rebalanced the game a little bit. I mean, they're still absolutely busted shit, but it's rebalanced a little bit. And um, the other thing they did is they completely retranslated everything from the game. Um, yeah, quite, which a lot of the names of things changed, which confuses me because um, I still remember uh, like some of the characters' names change. Like oh, yeah. um, what what. Uh, in the beginning of the game, Ramza fights under the banner of the Northern Sky, right? Yeah. Yeah, and in the original uh, PS1 version, he fights for the Hokuten, <laughs> but oh, they yeah. they, re they retranslated Hokuten as the banner of the Northern Sky, which well, yeah, sounds... The Northern Sky and the Southern Sky, which is like... <laughs> yeah, which sounds so much more... And the, the, the retranslation... Uh, I mean, as much as it fucks me up because I'm nostalgic for the old version, the translation is so much better. Just yeah. way, way better. It's it's like um, it's very like Shakespearean. There's a lot of like these and yeah. thous and oh. those. Um, yeah, there is a lot of that stuff. That also can be a little bit difficult sometimes. It, it gets difficult to parse, but I, I think a lot of that is like really good. There's a lot of uh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. It's done appropriately. Uh, oh, uh, uh, one little historical tidbit that um, I forgot to mention: the creator of the you know the main guy behind Tactics, I forget his name, Matsunoko, got a lot of yeah, got a lot of um, uh, ideas for the story for um, for tactics ogre from like a, a world war one um war or something era and then like 
for Final Fantasy Tactics got it from a medieval um, similar story called the War of the Roses. It yep. was like this, like you know, battle between two houses and stuff like that. So do some research in the War of the Roses, and that's why I like the War of the Lions kind of like, yep. you know, a play on that. I thought you were going to say by time traveling to the future and reading George R. R. Martin's book, uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. This, this is so much Game of Thrones. I can't even believe how much. If you like Game of Thrones and you're yes. always looking for like, what's the best square soft game for me to play? It, it's- yeah, 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 yeah. No, if, if you like the story of Game of Thrones and um, want a different crazy ending, because <laughs> the ending of this game is also crazy. Uh, I mean, it's not quite as, um, you thought the red wedding was bad. Right. Right. Yeah. There's some, uh, there's some crazy shit in this game, but no, the, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, if you like game of Thrones, you, you, you're going to like Final Fantasy tactics, the story at least. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, you guys, you guys, you guys, it's just you, it's just yeah. you and me. You're Justin me, is babysitting his kid tonight. So, uh, yeah. hopefully he will be back soon. Um, do you want to endorse some stuff? I do want to endorse some stuff. Um, a couple of things. Number one, I'd like to endorse getting the hell out of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the best things I've done. <laughs> Ooh, man, I just visited Florida for two weeks. I saw you, James. It was fun. Uh, it's but, uh, in the summertime and it's fucking brutal right now. I do not miss that summer Florida. No, weather. no, no. Oh, just don't go outside. I, we drove down and we were nice and chilled in my little truck and everything. And like, you know, we left North Carolina or maybe we were like Savannah area still, but like we got to Florida, opened the door and it just felt like opening like an oven that's yeah. been like cranked up to 400. It's just like, oh God, this humid heat at night too. Like that, like that, that weekend that we left, dude, we came back up here and at night it was just like. 60 degrees and like you're hanging out on the porch and it's like feeling a breeze it's like this doesn't happen in florida in july you know? no it's just brutal all the time even at night it's like humid and sticky yeah yeah if you uh if you are in florida get out that's that's my advice um but i can understand you know there's there are people who you know have reasons to stay uh but my real endorsement um James, I think you endorsed Gloomhaven last last episode, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going to endorse Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Oh, hell yeah. So piggybacking on James's endorsement to re-endorse the Gloomhaven game, but also specifically the Jaws of the Lion uh, box, which James told me about when I was there visiting. Um, so speaking of FF Tactics and Tactical Strategy games, it seems like in the last couple of years has been this kind of really um, interesting genre of board games taking uh, be- becoming more popular that I guess they call the dungeon crawler uh, genre. But it is like Gloomhaven and then my new newly um, crowned favorite board game of all time, Zombicide, they're very like tactics-like in a way. They're like mm-hmm. tactics mm-hmm. Definitely. board games, you know? You have characters with somewhat special abilities, maybe different jobs, and classes and then you've got rooms and squares or you know zones or hexes and you're moving into them you're thinking about the the enemy moves and the turn orders and what they're going to do and you know it's it's a very similar feel so as a person who now has crowned ff tactics as his favorite final fantasy of all time like, i just like tactical strategy games so uh so yeah if, if you don't want to hear me blabber about it if james has already done it but gloomhaven is very very good and of course um any game any board game that takes uh dice rolling away and turns it into a card based uh strategy is 
a plus one in my book. The only reason I would say that Zombicide has the plus one on uh, above Gloomhaven for like my favorite board game right now is just because I can just sit down and play it with anybody. Like it's more yeah. simple. Yeah, you know, it's it's Wait, ice rolling. It's, it's faster, really, more accessible. You can fast, teach it just quickly. Closely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Gloomhaven, like you kind of have to have like a dedicated group or like yeah, 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 yeah. You know. So, but I do have a dedicated group now, and I'm playing it. We're hell yeah, scenarios in hell yeah. Ooh. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's nice. Really cool. I think we're getting we're a little past halfway. I think we're getting are towards. You, are you playing through Jaws though? Or are you playing through the core? No, no, I'm playing through Jaws the line. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Jaws is really a great introduction to the. Because if I was to sit yes. down and play Gloomhaven, like the core game, yeah, I would have been lost. I think I'm not necessarily the best at like picking up the really really advanced no yeah if, if, if you want to get into gloomhaven if you want to learn how to play gloomhaven jaws of the lion is the best way to do it yeah absolutely so i will uh re-endorse gloomhaven and uh, suggest jaws of the lion for folks um i've got a whole smorgasbord of endorsements i'm gonna start with um on youtube uh if you liked the soundtrack to final fantasy tactics um, I'm going to endorse Googling Final Fantasy Tactics Ovelia's Theme Opera. Um, it is a, a fan-made uh, music video where they turn Ovelia's theme into a duet between Ovelia and Delita. It is uh, very well performed. Uh, very good. Um, uh, watch that. I'm going to endorse... Uh, a video game with a bunch of qualifiers. Uh, I, I, so we're in full swing of our generation. Of, we're th mid 30 somethings. Uh, our generation specifically is now in the full swing of, hey, let's reboot, remake anything that you grew up with in the 90s. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, movies, TV shows, you know, it's all coming back. Hey, remember that thing you loved? It's coming back. Um, there is one specific type of game that has not been remade and probably never will be remade. Uh, and I, I am very uh, nostalgic for uh, PS1 era games with pre-rendered backgrounds. So, like, I'm talking the first three Resident Evil games, uh, the three uh, uh, Final Fantasies 7 through 9 um uh parasite eve uh like those games there's something about those games especially like the the backgrounds <laughs> i know the character models look terrible in most of those games but the backgrounds the backgrounds are these really nice um i don't know drawings or like computer renders i think it's a little column a column b and they just look really nice <laughs> and yeah. usually yeah, the Octa game tried to bring it back a little bit, right? The Octa Octopath Traveler was more of a like a they called it like HD two D. So it's um it's it's kind of it's kind of like what if pixel art was in three dimensions? Um, yeah. And yeah, Octopath Traveler and uh, to a lesser extent, um, Bravely Default has that art style, but not quite to the same degree that Octopath has. No, I'm talking about um like. Uh, if you can think back to the original Resident Evil, or even the Resident Evil One remake, uh, had had all those pre-rendered backgrounds, and they looked just so nice. Uh, and I was like, man, I, I want to play more games like that. And I don't think yeah. games like that are ever going to get remade because it, it requires a lot of time to go draw or render all of those backgrounds. Um, so you know, and and it takes you know. 
talent to draw and render those. And it takes, you know, uh, and, and especially those games had great soundtracks. Anyway, the point I'm trying to arrive at was I was like, hey, I don't think games like this are going to get remade. I am going to go try retry Chrono Cross. And I remember, I always remember Chrono Tr Cross as like the slightly disappointing sequel to Chrono Trigger. Uh, and it is, uh, it still is, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, but I will endorse Chrono Truck, Chrono Cross Jesus with some qualifiers. Uh, first of all, you have to be nostalgic for that era of games. I think, um, you have to understand that Chrono Cross is not Chrono Trigger. Uh, just pretend that that game has absolutely nothing to do with Chrono Trigger at all, which is great for 95% of the game. And then the last 5% where they like kind of sort of tie it back to the events of Chrono Trigger. And you're like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> so just be surprised by that. Don't expect Chrono Trigger at all. Uh, understand that that game's second half is not going to be as good as its first half. And um, understand that, uh, like we were saying with a lot of tactical strategy games, most of the characters in Chrono Cross, because there's 50 playable characters or something along those lines, 40 something playable characters. Most of those characters don't get any character development. They're just people you can fight with. Uh, understand that. And, um, yeah, uh, understand that the story gets a little weird, uh, <laughs> like, like most RPGs. So as long with those five qualifiers which i realize are pretty hefty qualifiers like pretty big asterisks with those five asterisks i will endorse chrono cross uh it's okay it's very okay <laughs> it's very okay <laughs> here's the thing though i will endorse chrono cross if you like music because i will say oh yeah hands down i don't yeah. uncontested champion of video game music i what wow. is what has a better really? soundtrack than chrono cross uh yeah ff8 i i, I say ff8 is uematsu's best work I, I would still take chrono cross over ff8 it's really? so uh, and i like uematsu i mean i also like mitsuda but i i would take uematsu's entire body of work over mitsuda's but just as one compilation of tracks. I mean, Chrono Cross just has banger after banger, as the kids would say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Chrono Cross is just so good. They're, every track is amazing. Amazing. That's Wild Arms. You're singing Wild Arms right now. Oh, I love that song. Um, no, you're thinking of that's the opening theme to Chrono Cross. That's good. That's good. Uh, Time Scar is a really good song. Anyway, uh, Chrono Cross. Um, I have more endorsements, but I'm going to save them for next week because I spent so much fucking time talking about Chrono Cross, which is a very average game with an amazing soundtrack. So you really uh, want to play it to listen to the soundtrack? I'm playing it to listen to the soundtrack and look at the pre-rendered backgrounds, and um, I'm just trying to, you know, that, that's my reason for playing it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's that's what I got. Good. That's what I got. All right. All right. Well, Is that a show? Wrap. I think that's All right. Wrap. Cool. Great. Awesome. Um, for the good. Oh, our next episode uh, may or may not be <laughs> Mario Golf Super Rush. And also. Hey, maybe we'll uh, hang on. What else is on our calendar? Is sneak preview? 
Oh, yeah, no promises. It might be Mario Golf. It might. We might be doing two Final Fantasy games back to back. Could be Final Fantasy oh. 14. Uh, we've also got League of Legends on our calendar. So uh, I don't happy. know. Could be one of those three games. Stick around and find out. Um, hopefully, it won't be another month in between episodes. Uh, uh, well, we're, uh, hopefully, we're all going to be around. Summer, summer travels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. For the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. See ya. It's absolutely. This is Game yeah. of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. The the rumors coming through the rumor mill and the taverns yes. and like recruiting. Hey, everything's going to shit tonight. All right, this is fantastic. Uh, a lot of, a lot of editing I'm gonna have to do on so this recording. We, we made.